Hello and welcome to Cruisin' for a Reviewsin'. This week is a mini-sode and I am welcoming back my friend Tom who just did the excellent movie Edge of Tomorrow review with me and we're going to talk about something pretty different and not really Tom Cruise related per se. Uh, would you like to tell me what we're going to talk about, Tom? Let's talk about time loops. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah. So you told me a few different things and uh, you are a big sci-fi fanboy. Yeah, you could say that. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so tell me, you were telling me earlier today a little bit about the earliest version of this, the Groundhog Day kind of thing? Yeah, so um, the the whole Groundhog Day thing wasn't actually started with Groundhog Day. I mean, there's there's been plenty of stuff uh, in literature. There was a, a book in the uh, early 19th century called The Defense of Duffer's Drift that mm-hmm. was uh, about a soldier in the Boer War. He kept having dreams about a battle, and mm-hmm. he kept reliving that battle and looping over and every time he would learn something new and by the end of the short story he was able to take part in the actual battle and uh and win oh wow yeah so it's 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 existed for quite a while Mm -hmm. but star trek next gen they uh they actually did the groundhog day thing before groundhog day there was the episode where uh kelsey grammar turned up at the end Mm -hmm. um because you need frazier yeah, just chucks a bit of Frasier in there. Yeah, yeah. It's so. good enough for The Simpsons. It's good enough for Next Gen. Yes. Yeah, so tell us like, what happens in the episode. I've, I've seen a lot of Next Gen, but I don't know if I remember that episode. Uh, the, the Enterprise keeps uh, crashing into weird, some weird techno-babble, wibbly-wobbly space thing, mm-hmm. and uh, they have a moment of panic. They go, oh, shit, what do we do? And uh, and then they blow up, and uh, this keeps repeating. And uh, at first, it's it's your standard loop over and over. And and by the end of it, for some reason that's never really explained, because Star Trek, <laughs> um, they sort of start catching on to you know, oh, I feel like I've done this before. Uh, like so they're that. not really aware that they're not they're not really aware at first, but by the end they sort of pick up. I mean, you know, data being data, yeah, sort of figures out early on what's going on, and um, by the end of it, they able to, to uh, avoid the uh, catastrophe, and they find out that they were they were stuck in some weird time loop, and uh, so was uh, Kelsey Grammer's spaceship, and um, yeah, they basically take him on home to never ever appear in the show again. Which Excellent. Was, yeah. Well, so, um, so what year was that? Um, uh, that was 92. Um, Groundhog Day came out in 93. So I've never really watched Groundhog Day because I can't stand Bill Murray. Okay. Well, I mean, I can't stand Tom Cruise. <laughs> and, I, and I sat down and watched this film. So, you know, maybe. maybe? Tom, Tom Cruise is hot at least. Bill Murray's so ugly. I think he's dreamy. <laughs> no, fuck. I don't like. He I've... looks He looks like he'd, he'd hold you. And that, he, no, he that's looks. That's what I like. I, I like to Do you know what he looks like? He looks like, what about Bob? As all I see is the worst guy in the world. He did make Lucy Lou cry. Did make Lucy Lou cry, and apparently he's not super nice in real life. Yeah, but I but... am not allowed to criticize anyone because of my infatuation with Tom Cruise. Yeah. So moving on, I've never, I don't think I've watched Groundhog Day. My sister and I used to have a thing where we always yell Groundhog Day at each other, and we'd sort of prank each other yelling Groundhog Day being the, the joke and Erin won that whole thing by renting so she was like eight or nine and she rented Groundhog Day and that was my Christmas present from her one year was she and she's like it's due back tomorrow Cara so that was okay. so when I yeah. think of Groundhog Day I think of many pranks and me having to return a video that okay. she ruined for okay. Christmas <laughs> yeah um so tell me what else has had this kind of time loop thing in science fiction. Well, the most recent one that I saw, because, I mean, 
every sci-fi show does it. The most recent one was the new Star Trek series Discovery, mm-hmm. uh, where Dwight from The Office decides to kill uh, what's his face, Lucius Malfoy, and yes. um, it was it was hilarious. I think Captain Lorca he's got this room full of weapons, mm-hmm. uh, and throughout the course of the episode, Harry Mudd uses every single one of them on him, and it was uh, it was very dark and very funny. And I think that's the key to this sort of story. You've got to have a really black humor about the thing because yep. you know you you know you're going to reset no matter what mm-hmm. there's there's going to be deaths there's going to be accidents yeah and it's it's just fun seeing all the different ways that things can go wrong yeah definitely now that i think about it on that subject supernatural did an episode oh really yeah where um dean kept getting killed over and over and over mm. and um sam would have to do everything possible to try and avoid that death and um, every single morning he woke up to the sounds of can't fight this feeling on the radio and <laughs> that song got Oh god that'd be enough to kill me. Yeah, I I <laughs> like I I wanted to yeah off myself after that. The classic The Big Daddy is always going to be for me Stargate SG1 mm-hmm. Window of Opportunity. It's Richard Dean Anderson and Christopher Judge just having fun the yep. entire episode and they they do the other thing that you need to do in a time loop episode where they go, you know what? No, we're, we're not going to do the, the thing that we need to do to break this loop. We're, we're taking some time off. We're going to goof off. We're going to have fun. We're going to play golf through the Stargate, as you do. <laughs> That's we're gonna, great. We're going to punch some dude in the face. We're going to kiss someone else. And it was just, yeah. So what was the uh, cause of that one? Uh, some weird ancient time travel device that never actually worked and uh, someone was messing around with it, trying to bring his son back. And they, they broke the loop by saying, well, look, the guys that built this couldn't get it to work and you're just some dude pushing buttons, so not really liking your odds. And he sort of accepted that. And, ah. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. I don't think I've seen that episode too. I wonder, did you watch Sliders? I did watch Sliders. Surely they had an episode like that. They probably did, and I was just distracted by Jerry O'Connell's hair because it was magnificent. It was. I, I think every girl around my age had a massive crush on that man. Yeah. And I used to watch it just for that, like even though it was a bit of a daggy show. Uh, it was just a wonderful time with a beautiful man with beautiful hair. It was. From literature, uh, one of my favourites was uh, Terry Pratchett in Discworld came up with the concept of a yeti that could choose to um, uh, basically, like saving a game, save at a point in its life when it wanted to do something stupid, it would go off and do that thing. If it got killed, it would just flip back to that save Save point point. and it would go, well, I won't do that. (laughs) Wow, what book is that? That was uh, Thief of Time. Have I read that? Shit. I don't know if I've read that one. If you haven't, read it. It's, I mean, there is no bad Discworld novel mm. that was Except particularly fun. Except I think the first one. The, f- uh, the first two, I'll, I'll, I'll give you, they, he took a while to find his voice. Because I, I read the second one first, I'm like, this fucking rules. And I'm like, I should read the first one. Yeah. And I read it, I'm like, Jesus Christ. Yeah. I, if I'd read that first, I probably wouldn't have. Yeah, I, I, I read the first one first and put it off for years. And, yeah. Um, and then finally went back. And I think... I think after about the fourth book, Mort, he finds his voice. Yeah. And, and yeah, it's definitely a lot of fun. He's a good I miss that man very much. We need him now more than ever. Yeah, I know. <laughs> okay, I just thought of a time loop movie that is right up my alley. Uh, did you ever see Happy Death Day? I haven't yet, but I'm I'm very keen to. I'll warn you, it's not super horror. And no, I, when I saw it, I thought it was going to be like a real proper slasher. It's a little bit lighter than that, but kicks ass because it is it is basically Groundhog Day. Like, this girl, she wakes up, she's in someone else's dorm. She's like, what the fuck? She's obviously gone home with some guy, some random guy, and all this shit happens. 
And she ends up getting stabbed by a killer in this weird creepy baby doll mask and it keeps happening and happening and she has to work out a way to stop it because it's pretty fucked to be stalked and murdered all the time. Really good and they did it again in Happy Death Day too. But yeah, it was really interesting seeing a horror movie do it. Yeah, usually yeah. it is like a sci-fi or maybe a fantasy, but it's yeah. usually, yeah, not yeah. often in horror and I thought it worked pretty well. Yeah, okay. I'm to check it out yeah um i just thought of another one bit sci-fi uh source code yes so they did it in a different way which is good because it can't just always be the groundhog day exact mm. formula uh if you haven't seen source code uh really good jake gillenhall you find out he is a was a soldier who was very badly injured and they use his brain to go into they put it in someone else's body and he has to basically find a bomber on a train heading into a big city before he blows it up and he has to just keep going back and he remembers every time and at the same time he's like you know dealing with this woman who his body has feelings for and it's all very complicated and kind of sad at the end but that was a that's a really fun sort of version of the time loop thing okay yeah yep. have you seen that uh no it's on the list oh my god I, it's really I, good i do love me some jakey yeah he's yeah, he's really good in that yeah and yeah it's a really fun it's kind of different way to do it and the ending is how they resolve it is really really cool what else uh there was seven days which was a i think it was a a 90s early 2000s um uh sci-fi tv show and the entire concept was um i think it was the cia or the nsa had a time machine that you know, part of the uh, Roswell UFO crash because mm. apparently they just leave their time machines lying around, and they can. Don't you? Well, <laughs> yeah, well. <laughs> and uh, what what they would do is, anytime there was any sort of um, any you know earth shattering event um, that they couldn't uh, stop, they'd send uh, one guy back in time seven days mm. and uh, and try to rewrite history to make sure that that event never happened like i think in the first episode the um the president gets killed so they send him back and yep. and he's able to do it so okay. yeah cool. it was, I, I never watched that show yeah it was um look it you know it wasn't exactly it was a high, 90s sci-fi it wasn't show. high class literature it yep. was yeah well, I'm not, it was that it, in my sci-fi it was a, it was cheese it was it was glorious yeah. That just remind me. I've read. I haven't read the book. Um, what is it? Eleven twenty three sixty two or whatever it's called. The Stephen King book. Yeah, show. where he goes back and stops the Kennedy assassination. Yeah. It's kind of very, very loosely where he just gets to go. You you go through this one place in this uh, in a cafe and you go back into the sixties and it is technically a time loop except it, it is a very, very long time and it happens to two different people. But it was a very enjoyable show. It had James Franco, who I don't normally care that much for, but he was quite good in that. And yeah, you know, Stephen King. I like a bit of Stephen King. Yeah, fair enough. Oh, I was gonna say it's kinda not but it kinda I guess the same as the aforementioned Stephen King story, but one of my favorite movies growing up, and it helps, doesn't help that I am obsessed with a lot of German stuff, but Ron Lola Run was kind of like it's... Sort of? Sort yeah. of, but basically three, she, yeah. the same scenario happens three times and she does it different. No, yeah. she does kind of know because she knows, she remembers that didn't work, so she goes and tries to confront her dad. I, it's been a while since I've watched it, it. Look, from what I remember of it and... Yeah, I'm in the same boat. She wasn't exactly aware of her actions every every loop. It was just it was almost like an alternate reality. Like yeah. you know, if she'd done, if she'd gone left instead of right, if she'd gone up, a bit the like stairs, a sliding yeah. doors. Maybe it's a little bit yeah, basically. sliding doors. There oh, we go. that's a sliding doors. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's like one movie that wasn't necessarily huge at the time, but that 
it's become the thing. Like that's a sliding doors moment. That's a Groundhog Day thing. Yeah. And yeah, yeah even yeah. though sliding doors the, is kind of garbage. Yeah. Stephen Strange. He's he's done it twice now. He um he he went up against uh, Dormammu. Dormammu had come to bargain, and mm-hmm. and he did that loop again and again, and and eventually Dormammu just got so pissed off that he let him have his way. And uh, he also did it in uh, Infinity War, where he he sort of you know he basically saw Endgame before any of us, and yeah, uh, and did it fourteen million times because apparently it was that good, and he went well. <laughs> Only one of those times we actually won, so let's do that. What about the butterfly effect? Does that count? Uh, I don't want to give it the credit of... Oh, you're like Ben. He fucking hates that movie. Yeah, it's like... I love that movie. I saw it, it in German for it, the first time, and I and also I got to see it um, with the alternate ending, which is so much better than the original. The actual, like the stupid, he's in the womb and strangles himself. Yeah, nonsense. I mean, if, I, if I if I was Ashton Kutcher, I'd want to strangle myself too. <laughs> but like the alternate ending is where he goes back and he just lets that girl live her life, and they kind of glance at each other and walk on. Nice. It's an it's an easy, tolerable ending versus a fucking fetus strangling itself in the fur. Dumb, dumb ending. But I like that movie. But that, yeah. is that is that that's kind of a little bit time loopy. A little bit. I'll give it that. Yeah. You're changing the past using knowledge yeah. from the future. Yeah. I mean, if anyone wants to play along at home, I would recommend going to uh, to TV Tropes. That's like the next eight hours of your life gone. Um, looking up Groundhog Day loop and just go through the list there because. Um, there's so many fun films and fun books. Yeah, I'm going to suss them out too. I'm, I'm going to watch all of them except Groundhog Day itself because I just can't. Heathen. <laughs> I'm sorry. I like I like creepy Tom Cruise guys, not creepy Bumari guys. It's All right. Yeah. We'll agree to disagree. Okay. Excellent. Yeah. Uh, well, I guess we'll leave it there. Uh, now I want to go watch 10 million more Time Loop movies. Tom, just a reminder, where can we find you on Instagram? Uh, yeah, I'm at raptor underscore au. And I am Tom Cruise Reviews on Instagram and Tom Cruise Review on Twitter. And my website's tomcruisereviews.com. Thank you very much for joining us in this mini-sode and catch you later. Bye-bye. <laughs>